You're listening to Mr. Suave at mrsuave.com. Hey, y'all, it's party time! There's gonna be a party here tonight. The silver shining and the lights are bright. Oh, and this one time at band camp. Party at Ground Zero, and it's moving, starring you. And the world will turn to slow and big paper through. Wackadoo, wackadoo! You ever seen a grown man naked? You are listening to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World online at mrsuave.com. Interrupting all programs. It's a Mod Mod World. I can't take it anymore. This party sucks. This party sucks. This party
not keep fucking up. this party started i'm listening yeah i'm drinking oh well that's a good start to a party i'm ready to dance this party doesn't suck even though you might have thought so from how i opened the show um modcast number whatever late to the party are you late to the party mary god always my whole life i have always been late to the party my party crasher today on the modcast is mary queen of cosmos Friend of the show, sometime co-host, like today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was her idea to talk about being late to the party. Yes. Not I... just being late. That would <laughs> be a lot worse. Right. No, I have actually really worked to become a timely person. Just for the record, I want to put that out there. Okay. Um, so, are we talking about how this transpired? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, I listen to the radio a lot. Like our, our um, what is public, what is, what is KEXP? It's college radio. It's college radio, but beyond that, it's like owners. Uh, yeah, I'm I don't a member. Know. Member sponsored. That's it. Member, member sponsored. sponsored radio. Oh yeah, because of their pledge drive. Yes. They get like a hundred million dollar endowment, and they're still begging me for money on and, the air. And I contribute every month, Sucker. and it does change how I listen. <laughs> yeah, because now you're paying for it, as opposed to how I listen to MrSwab.com for free. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... But why pay for the milk if you can get the cow for free? Uh, you know, the Supreme Court decided that today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for dating yeah, this yeah. show. Yeah, okay, we're not going down that road. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast that, man, I did not want to have to be in. <laughs> no, no, but I am... A, a lot of these songs that I've selected, a lot of them are actually songs written by uh, and produced by women. Yeah. Um, and so anyhow, I'm, I'm listening to KXP and... So part of my story is I realized at some point in my 30s that I was just listening to the same CDs over and over again, over and over. And I, and I was really getting tired of and sort of starting to hate music. What CDs were you listening to over and over again uh, I when wanna, that happened? I want to say, I don't even know. You too, maybe? The Police, maybe? Um, no maybe, wonder you hated music. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, they were fine for their time. But... Yeah. um. Yeah, I, I just was in a rut, and so I started to really intentionally seek out new music, and um, so started listening to KEXP on the regular, which every day I hear something new that I've never heard before. And um, and then, uh, so I'm driving to work sometime this year, and my favorite uh, DJ, Gabriel Teodro, slaps down this Odyssey song called That's Love, and I'm thinking, this is so fresh! That I've got to get this album. Did you just say fresh? Yeah. So How fresh, old are you? So fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> um, and I think what that album came out in 2015. And I blushed quietly to myself. But then I thought, you know, a lot of people may experience this. Can um, you blush noisily? No. I don't think so. <laughs> 
but I'm glad you blushed quietly, alone in your car. Uh, alone in my car. Um, and so I just thought, what are the songs in my life that, that it's like, oh my gosh, I totally missed the boat on this the first time around. And uh, so that's how this, this playlist transpired. Yeah, it's a good idea because being late to the party is never fun, except that when it comes to music, if it's new to you, you get to be excited about it no matter when it was recorded or when it was produced or just by the fact that you discover it now and it's new to you, you get to love it. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm jealous of people who discover something I've known for a long time and they're suddenly really enjoying it because, you know, it's it's like young love. Yeah, they get to have that honeymoon period right. with it. Right. Um, which, you know, with you two and the police, I was ready to sign the divorce papers at that point. Weren't we all? Maybe. <laughs> you too? I was just reading, uh, if you remember, their ill-fated venture with Apple iTunes, right? Yes, right? yes. Where they thought it would be a great idea to take their brand new album and force it down millions of people's throats by putting it for free on their iPhones and iPods. And iPads and I everything else, is, I suppose. And it backfired so badly. Like, uh, I mean, bad enough that uh, Bono once said that it was probably the worst decision that they'd ever made as a band to to do that. And that takes a lot for him to say that, I think. It does. It um, does. He's a man of integrity. And... Yeah, I, I suppose so. I am married because of you two. Uh-huh. Unforgettable fire. I mean, uh-huh. that's, that's Mary Queen of Cosmos and Super G's song. Yeah. All right. You can keep it. And the police, <laughs> don't get me started on them either, because I went to see them, I don't know, more than a decade ago now when they were on some tour, and it was horrible. Well, weren't they just all kind of pissy and angry with each other? No, just Sting was. Oh. And he was actually, the the band, you know, everybody in the band, Stuart, is it Stuart, Stuart Copeland? Copeland? Yeah. And, I mean, they were all trying to have fun, especially him. He was trying to have some interaction and rapport with the audience. And Sting literally yelled at him to go sit down and play the drums. <gasps> like a school Yeah, and, and Sting had no rapport with the audience, didn't talk to anybody. He never said hello. He didn't, you know, it was just really, it was really off-putting because there's, I don't like everything about the police, but, you know, growing up I got, inundated by their music in the 80s who didn't and you you have some fondness for it i suppose not anymore yeah. thanks a lot sting well this took a turn i don't want to <laughs> let's not go to sting's party no i bet his party sucks <sighs> but maybe we should go kick it with odyssey yeah let's uh let's listen to some songs and we'll talk about being late to those parties Told me the truth even if it really hurt Cause you knew what I was worth When you let me borrow money that you didn't really have Cause you knew what I was worth When I was at my worst you would tell me I would blow When I thought that I would burst You told me how to help others and through that Discover how to put myself first And here we are again just confronting fears Whether pain or gain is a bunch of tears Blood, sweats and tears probably disappear When smoke starts to clear they resistance near Pay attention to the folks who are fanning the flames They're the ones who matter most in the gravity game When stakes weigh you down and they stay around To pick up pieces and you off the ground That's love that's love. That's love. That's love. That's love. That's love. 
that I seldom ever took, but your head never shook. That's love. Both knowing you were right, never shook and never right, just gave me that look. That's love. When I had to learn the hard way and you would let me fall, but never did it out of spite. That's love. You told me never burn a bridge if you built it and you need it, whether river or brook. And here we are again and across the path. Dog wins our friendship, strongest last, but our strength lies in our first thoughts to laugh at the things that bring most hurt hearts to clash. Fought past the bowl, beef bouts and brawls, passing pettiness, blame games and all. Had a few deals, time out to chill, but knowing when you need space means you feel with love.
as always uh so the last song that we heard right there elastica 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 um is the band um so okay here's the thing i was looking for another band like uh, like early kind of punk 70s and i don't want to say woman band because why do we have to say woman band why can't we just well, say band? It's because you have the NBA and then you have the uh, WNBA. And again, it's a bad day to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, cause, okay, so I was looking for another band that I discovered in air quotes whilst listening to KEXP, but I couldn't find it. And like every time they play this band, which I can't remember, mm -hmm. um, it's like, oh my God, this is punk beauty madness. And so I'm still trying to find that. So we're going to do another show. When you say punk beauty madness, mm -hmm. it's punk. Mm -hmm. You thought it was beautiful, uh -huh. but it's not madness because that's not a girl band. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> I'm not the noun, the adjective. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're going to – so when I when I figure out what that band is, it's a whole new show. Okay. So I'm flipping through my, my, my songs, and I'm like, is this the band? Is this the band? And then I played this Elastica song. I'm like, yeah, I was totally late to this party. Um, so tell me about Elastica. Uh, Mid-90s, part of the Britpop explosion, mm. or at the first, uh, at the beginning of it, sort of, I mean, depending on when it, you think it stops, you could listen to my Britpop Essentials modcast, I'd really like and then to. you'd know about Britpop, oh. and then you could listen to the follow-up, which is Britpop's launching pad, because it's really hard to determine when Britpop really started. 
God, I'm intrigued. And I'm also wondering if you provide a monthly subscription. No, it's free. Okay. You get, you get what you pay for. <laughs> the beauty of Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. But yeah, Elastica was, in fact, they were one of the first Britpop bands that I discovered in the early 90s. Probably when this, that first album, I think it was self-titled, came out. Um, 1994. Connection, I figured was one of, if not their most popular song. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was number two in the UK charts. Wow. Well, and it's super catchy. It was 40 in the United States. The fact that it hit top 40 is pretty amazing, can I, I think, in I, the US. Can I, can I swear? Yeah. Fuck us. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I loved Elastica. I discovered them, I'm almost certain, at a Barnes & Noble listening station. <laughs> and I talk about this a lot because I used to do that oh, a lot in the yeah, 90s. Yeah. Where I else mean, did you go to listen to music? Brick and mortar sort of curation. Yeah. It's, it's not a thing anymore. And uh, along with all the other bands that were exploding at that time, you know, like Blur and Oasis and Supergrass and stuff, here comes Elastica, fronted by, and I'm now I'm drawing a blank and I totally know her name because... Then she was uh, teamed up with, you know, partnered with, partnered in air quotes with uh, Damon, what's his name, from Blur. And they were a thing for a while. I did not Justine. know that. Her name's Justine, and I'll remember her last well, name later. Yeah, no. yeah, they were an item for a while, and it was a big deal because they both had Britpop bands. And they, in the UK, it was a huge deal. And they were all over the tabloids and, you know, Justine Fleischman, maybe? We can Google it. Yeah, I know you could, right? But why bother? Right, My why internet bother? connection right here is really horrible anyhow. So. <laughs> so I was late to that party. Um, and I was also late. So, And I may have talked about this on a previous modcast. Oh. I'm sorry. I felt like that as a human lady on the planet. Oh, here we go. In the late 80s, <laughs> early 90s, we had uh, two roads. Two roads diverged and a wood in the woods. And I... I took the Indigo Girls. I took... <laughs> what were you doing in the wor- woods? And why did you follow the Indigo Girls? And, and I missed, and I feel terrible, I missed Riot Girls because I chose the Indigo Girls. And so I missed Kathleen Hanna and then Bikini Kill and then La Tigra. And then, but thank God for the documentary, um, I think it's called Punk Singer. And and I, yeah, I, I, I saw, that, right. yeah, I, I saw that at the Seattle Film Fest and it was like, oh, shit. Um, and that's when I discovered um, how late I was to that party. Wait for it. I can edit this out later. I just know what's going to happen because that siren is going on. When sirens sound, the dogs sing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll leave this in after all. They are never late to a party. <laughs> They're their own party. make some enemies and say man even they're better than the germs that's a band right <laughs> i just let that sit there uh... <laughs> um i was late to the latigra party too um and i had heard of bikini kill and uh, you know run across them and knew a little had heard about right girls but didn't know much about that until oh, i don't know a few years back and started listening to some of it and then the punk singer documentary really and so I've never p- played them on the modcast, but I've played Bikini Kill, and I've played uh, Julie Ruin. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I play some other bands that are kind of like that now. And But yeah, that's a great party to catch up to. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, were you... Okay, so Odyssey. Odyssey. Was that new to you? Brand new to me. Brand And so, and again, he is classified as, as rap and, and yep. hip-hop rap. And, and this isn't necessarily the wheelhouse for rap music. And yet there's something so beautifully loungy about the and production. Soulful. Yes, yes. Um, and, and again, this was the song that inspired it. And it was funny, I was playing this playlist, playing this playlist over and over and over again, um, just trying to get it right. And uh, my husband said, you were really late to the, the party on, on this song because I feel like you've been playing it forever. <laughs> um, it's uh, it, When I first heard it, you sent it to me and I started playing it. That's your dog, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he's the bad one. Um, I thought it reminded me a little bit of Jazzmatazz. I don't know Jazzmatazz. You probably have heard Jazzmatazz. Um, the dogs know Jazzmatazz. <laughs> they love Jazzmatazz. Oh my god. Um, but it has that. It uses a. The music is more soul, you know, and then the singing is rap, right? They rap over the top of it, and it tended to be more political and. You know, it, it certainly wasn't gangster rap, anyhow. I am totally Googling Jasmatas. And Guru. And Guru. Okay, okay. That's another show. All right. Um, I played Jasmatas on here back in the day, too. All right. But I'm... it reminded me of that, although this is a bit more hip-hop-y than that. But, you know, it's it's a different era now, so influences and, and whatnot. But that's what I thought of when I heard Odyssey. I love me some Odyssey. That's cool. Um, you are schooling me in all sorts of things, then. So, so maybe you're late to my party. Uh, but uh, you're not. You're not let's, late. Let's wait, and we'll we'll figure that out later. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not late to the you, next party. Which is the next party? Oh, wait. We'll let's listen to it, and then we'll we'll talk about what party we're late to. Here on Mr. Swaz World, my world. <laughs> I gotta stop drinking these Manhattans. Check out the full track list for songs you don't know and relate to at MrSwab.com. Uh, but first, listen to this.
Suave's Mod Mod World. Think of me, my song, inflicting itself on their little tiny minds, controlling their thoughts, making them think. Mr. Suave.
Tembe tu nyonge kweli hana haki Naona kila siku tunaona kila siku Oh 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 Kwa nema na si mama Ile mwamba ni salama Bina damu hanitishi Natembea kwa imani Kwa nema na si mama Ile mwamba ni salama Bina damu hanitishi Mimi natembea kwa imani take this party upstairs? Actually, we were about to head out. No, no, ignore this Taliban cleric over here. Let's take a party upstairs. <laughs> Is this a party? <laughs> um, oh, oh my god, that was um, Blinky Bill. And, uh, oh my god. Blinky Bill. Blinky Bill. Um, and Mungu Kalali, I heard that on Gabriel's show. And uh, the first time I heard it... Uh, Is Gabriel paying you for this? No, oh, I just, you know, he's, he... He helps me remember, and he reminds me that I'm late to a lot of parties. Oh, it's like Facebook. <laughs> but better. Um, Tells you whose birthday is today. I don't know. Are we making waffles? So, okay. The thing about this song, it's the first time I heard it. I thought, oh my God, this is Sunday morning making waffles in the nude music. Um, and then Mungu Halali Do means- you do that? Only people on TV or movies do that. Well, I, yeah, right. That that there's a line from when Harry met Sally about oh. having sex on the 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 floor, like the ceramic or tile or whatever. Oh, the Mexican tile floor. And have you ever done that? Says Carrie Fisher. May she rest in peace. And it's like no, but we want options. Uh, so no, <laughs> uh, but I want options. And so this is naked waffle making music. 
Um, and then I did some more research, and uh, Mungu Halali translate to, translates to God doesn't sleep. So oh. basically, you know, we, we're always supported. Like, we are always supported by God. Um, which, you know, give or take, it is deep, but it's also waffle making music and, um, the layers, the production, all the voices, uh, it's just soulful and beautiful and I love it. It was very loungy in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the whole song kind of has a lounge vibe and I will tell you that one reminded me of something too. Uh, it reminded me a bit of Sergio Mendes in Brazil whatever 66 77 however many brazils he's had not not brazilians <laughs> but there have been a few sergio and brazils but you know he does that he incorporates a lot of world music especially now into his music and so i thought that was because blinky bill i looked him up and he's from kenya mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's world music and brilliant yeah brilliant. no it was it was very cool so thank you for uh Inviting me to that party late. When when was that from? Why are you late to that party? Uh, this seems like fairly new. I don't know. I mean, it's world music, and so we're, we live in the United States, and we look at our navels a lot. So it's like, okay, I looked up for my navel, and there you are. All right. That seems fair. I figure late to the party is... You know, fashionably late is a couple years after something came out. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 honestly, it was also just a really beautiful way to end the set, and it's a gorgeous song, and people should know about it. Right. No, you're right. Um, before that, and this is a shout out to Mrs. Suave. Yeah. Who, uh, she has been partying with Yola for years. Yeah, this is a party I got drugged to. Yeah. That I did not want to go to. And then I got there and loved that party. Yes, yes. Because Yola has some badass soul music. Oh my God, she's got pipes. And um, this particular song, and it was so hard to choose on her most recent album, um, which is different from her first... Uh, like full full album that that was mass released which was more sort of like country bluegrass because that's what she was feeling at the time yeah she was an americana singer mm-hmm. to begin with and then kind of branched out into incorporating that with soul and folk and rock and kind of low-key disco which i don't know if that's a pejorative on this show no but i'm gonna embrace it like there are songs on this most recent album where i just i i i walk to exercise and when yola comes on i pretend that i'm ice skating or roller skating because it just has these sweeping melodies i probably have seen you Mm mm-hmm and sat and laughed with my friends and made fun of you pretending to roller skate down the street. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm having my own party You're all right. by myself. Yeah, um, A party of one. A party of one, and I'm cool with that. Uh, that was Break the Bow. Yeah. Uh, good befo- song. Yeah, good song. Before that, oh my God. So Lady Ray, which apparently you played her a couple weeks ago. Cool, cool, cool. Because you actually invited me late to this party and i found a song that i really liked although it was from an earlier party she threw which was like maybe 2016 yeah maybe 2016 Um, so i'm thinking you know because here's the thing if you can introduce mr suave to a new song you know that's a feather in your cap Uh, you know that's a point of pride for me and so (laughs) i'm like here's lady ray i'm the shit i'm introducing and then a week later mr suave comes back with 
You know she's been around since the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> well, see, I went and found out about that party. And it is interesting because her first uh, major thing, thing uh, album effort was a duet, I guess, mm-hmm. plus others. But really mainly a duet with Terry Walker. And they were just called Lady. Okay. And that was in the early 2000s. And Terry Walker had been part of the Style Council Collective, was a backup singer for the Style Council. So Lady Ray is two steps removed from Mr. Weller and the Style Council, which is pretty good. And she has a lot of... You can can tell, too, because she definitely has a soul vibe, although she's putting her own spin on it a lot of times. But, um, yeah, no, it's really good. And she's got a couple of the songs on her new album I really like a lot, and I could hear them maybe being played on the modcast but some of it's a little too i don't know it wasn't totally in my wheelhouse i liked the the previous album okay and i haven't listened to that yet because i have been obsessed with this most recent album but what breaks my heart is and maybe maybe your listeners will understand this like when a new album comes along i i can't listen to it right away Like I need to, because it takes effort, because Mm -hmm. I really want to give that work the respect and the concentration. And I I don't always have that energy at the end of the day. So I have been waiting to listen to her most recent album, like downloaded it in February. Uh, I have heard a few songs on the radio. And then there was something like it was Monday, the 28th of March. Sorry to date the show. Like, you know what day and time you heard something? I do, only because it was the day after my birthday. Um, And Nice plug. (laughs) I heard this song and I thought, oh my God, I'm finally ready ready to listen to this album. Oh, shit. She was just at the crocodile on... uh, (laughs) You missed her. I missed her, like by a day or two. Because you were in the bathroom. Yeah. Hiding out during the party. Late to the party, <laughs> as per usual. Um, okay, the yeah, yeah, yes. I just feel dumb and bad. Why? Because I, I, like, every time I hear the song Maps, I, like, I, I'm, I, and I have a strong association of, like, hearing the song Maps and driving up the hill to your house. I don't know if it's timing or what, um, but. Because uh, you're using Google Maps? I just, oh my God, there's something so modern about this song. And then when I did my research, it's like 2003. What was I doing in 2003? Um, I don't know. Listening to the <laughs> police? In 2003, man, you were late to that party too. Oh. Um, yeah, I know a little about the yeah, yeah, yeahs. I, they... They weren't really part of the garage scene revival of the early 2000s, but they're sort of loosely on that, like on the periphery of that. Okay, okay. Um, it, because, you know, at that time there were a ton of garage bands. That term was used a little loosely, not like you used in the 60s or the 80s, I don't think. But they were heavily influenced by that. Um, and the yeah, yeah, yeahs are too, but they put more of a contemporary dance floor spin on a kind of post-punk garage rock thing and then they they make it a little bit poppy which sells millions of albums yeah, i don't yeah, know if yeah. they've sold millions but they've sold a lot and and i get my introduction has been more like karen O with danger mouse and then her um solo 
I think it was her solo debut uh, pre-COVID, 2018, question mark. Um, So, yeah, she's brilliant. She's a genius. And now, may I I attend your party, Mr. Suave? Oh, do I have to throw a party? Mm -hmm. I'm late. (laughs) I do have a few things that I've been late to. And egregiously so. And so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll listen to a few of those and talk about them in just a minute.
stars. Uh, You've been sharpening knives <laughs> or shonening knives and yes. you've been moondogging yeah. without me. I've been I've been partying in spite of you. Okay, okay, I'll hear that cuz I do go to bed early. On the couch. Uh-huh. Next to the dog. Uh-huh. Next to Mrs. Swab. Yeah. All of you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm the last man standing. Cheers to that. Um tell me about Star Collector. Oh my god. Uh Vic Wayne, lead singer Star Collector, met him online like a year and a half ago when I discovered Star Collector and started hearing their stuff because they had a new album in uh, 2020 maybe, or maybe it was actually the beginning of 2021, right around then. And I started hearing it like, man, this is fantastic. And then come to find they've been around for like, you know, 20 plus years. And that's embarrassing to me. To feel like this is exactly what I should be listening to, and I love it so much, the sound. But if I may, 
Yeah. Part of the the intention of the show is not to feel bad about not knowing. There is so much You're right. good music out there. And then when we get to hear something that's been around for a minute that we missed, it's just like, hey. But mods hate to be late oh, to the party. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay. But I discovered his music, the band's music. Uh, I had him on the show last year, and he's become a, a friend virtually. Uh, even though he's only up the road in BC, British Columbia. But the Star Collector's been around since the late 90s. They have a bunch of albums. They did take a hiatus for a while, which is my excuse for not knowing about them. Uh, But it's exactly in my wheelhouse. His favorite bands are my favorite bands. Their sound is, you know, based on all the 60s and 70s and 80s mod kind of sounds. And then modernized too and it's fantastic and so i dipped back to i don't know yeah, 2006 found, or something for for that song which is play a new song which is a fantastic song i found there was something really sort of modern and also nostalgic about that particular song yeah and it it's kind of anthemic mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if they were an arena rock band this is what they would play either to open the show or have an encore right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah lighters or cell phones up yeah, no, no, no. Someday I'm going to uh, see Star Collector play in person, and that will be fun and nice, I hope. And if they play in the <laughs> That summer. sounded depressing. I hope. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure it will be. I'm just hoping I get to do it. Yeah, and if they play in the summer, I'll go with you. Okay. Summer. Uh, Shonen Knife, I, I like, uh, I'm familiar, but I can't, I don't have words. Um, I could have said that too. I've actually played them on the modcast because I knew about them vaguely. My understanding was, you know, this kind of pop punk band, all girls from Japan who basically are Ramones ripoff. Mm. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did this interview recently with Simone Burke, who's the lead singer of Kid Gulliver. And she said that this song was one of the songs that inspired her. Not the one I played, but this song by Shoney Knife, uh, Buttercup. I think the secondary title is like, I'm a Supergirl or something. Mm. But they, it was like a major part of the Powerpuffs uh, movie at the late 90s, turn of the century. And they were brought in to do a song for that. And it inspired her, and she told me about it. And I thought, well... I thought I knew about Shonen Knife, but I don't really. So lately I've just been digging back into it, and it's pretty fantastic, all of it. It's very interesting. They um, started in the early 80s, and they have this post-punk, edgy kind of power pop vibe to them. And then every album sounds like the era in which it's made a little bit. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I mean, it is it is across the board. Mm. There's lots of things. Like, you could listen to a song and say, well, this is some sort of jangle pop twee thing, hmm. and it turns out it's Shining Knife. And then you hear something, and you're like, wow, that sounds like some sort of grungy, borderline, you know, 90s rock fit. And you're like, oh, that's from 1995. Well, of course. Uh, you know, and it's all good. I'm still discovering it. So I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I picked this one, which is off one of their earlier albums from, uh, I think, maybe the mid to late 80s. Um, Kurt Cobain, turned out, it was a big fan, I read, uh, and in fact took them on tour with 
Nirvana. That when, tracks. When they toured Nevermind, mm. which is how Sean and I then got quite a bit more popular. And and they were on, um, and, and not made fun of, but were actually a part of Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> but Beavis and Butthead, I can only assume, love the idea of girls from Japan rocking out, right? I'm and and this might not be appropriate. Like like I'm just when you talked about Kurt Cobain and I'm talking about late to the party. Like <sighs> Smells Like Teen Spirit. Was that the album? Well, that's the nev- song. This, never mind. Okay, never is mind. The album. Never mind. So, um and again, this is in the 90s when I'm in my uh I I only listen to classical music or Indigo Girls. Um <laughs> but I I knew that Nirvana was cool. And I went home for a weekend and saw my sister had a cassette tape. And so I... A cassette tape? I borrowed it (laughs) and brought it back to Bellingham. And um, so this was a party that I felt late to, even though I I wasn't super late to You were late to to the DVD thing, too, apparently. Uh, Apparently. (laughs) But, um, like, I... Or a CD, I guess. But cassette tape in the 90s, even? Early 90s, and I had an old Honda Civic. And I can remember popping this album cassette tape into my car during break where I would go and sit and eat my sandwich in my brown Honda Civic and uh, hearing uh, Nirvana's Nevermind, that whole album for the first time and <laughs> and just being, uh, you know, any word that I use is going to sound dumb, but, you know, having that feeling of being overwhelmed, overwhelmed, transformed, you know, this is something new and also feeling like, I had to steal this cassette tape from my little sister. <laughs> Love you, Karen. Uh, you've introduced me to so much music. But, you crashed uh, your sister's party. I did. She, and stole her tape. I did. And and I feel bad about it. And uh, so, yeah, when you brought up Nirvana, it's like, you know, you have these. There are some songs, there are some albums that you have a clear memory of exactly where you were the first time you heard that song. And, and uh, for me, it's Bellingham in November in my brown Honda Civic on a break from the bookstore. Man, I could say a lot about a brown Honda Civic, <laughs> none of which would be complimentary. No. Um, you want to compliment the Moondogs, though, yeah? <laughs> oh, the Moondogs. Right, that's what we started with. Mm-hmm. And this was something that, I, again, like Star Collector, I think, something I should have or I felt I should have known about. Because it's so totally in my uh, wheelhouse, for lack of a better word, and one that now I hate because I use it all the time. Um, They were a uh, late 70s, early 80s, Irish, Belfast, um, you know, punk band, and uh, contemporaries of the Undertones, who I also knew and loved early on. I had never heard of the Moondogs until, thank God for the internet, sometime 07-ish, I would guess, because they appear on the Modcast in 2008. And I remember when I found them and thought, how have I never heard about this band and their recordings? And they had their own TV show on BBC. There's like seven or eight episodes. I, I Apparently it was like a Saturday morning or Saturday show where they they played live in the studio, but it was also interspersed with videos, and it ran on BBC for like half a year in 1980 or 81. Um, 
And I thought, man, they had their own TV show, The Moondogs Matinee. Oh. Um, and the videos from it are very cool. You can find them on YouTube, which is how I discovered them. I just couldn't believe it took me that long. Again, it's okay to... There are so I many know, parties. I know, but it, it just was odd to me that like I've never stumbled across this. And I spent a lot of time looking for this. Yeah, you do. You're a low-key stalker. Stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know. Anyhow, I was very happy to find them. And that song... Mm. Um, who's going to tell Mary? Because <laughs> I didn't know this until just a moment ago. Yeah, it, your mix it could, could be, be another the, drink. It could be a story about your, it could be your life story. Oh, well, okay. So, so what, wait, what's the lyric that oh, inspired you? Well, uh, the song is about uh, a guy who goes to see his girlfriend and ends up with her sister. Yeah. So there was a time in college, my sister Trisha, so now I'm talking about both sisters. Trisha, wow. Trisha is her. hilarious. And I was dating. Am I going to get subpoenaed for the defamation suit? Nah, it's good. It's true. It's And it's cool. Like Trisha, my sister Trisha is so funny. And uh, so I would bring this boy home and I was so shy and awkward and lacking of social skills, which is why I didn't go to any parties. And uh, Trisha's just funny. And so I'm bringing this boy home, Kevin, and he was clearly more interested in my sister, of <laughs> course, because she could talk and use sentences and she's funny AF. So yeah, I this this is a low-key song about me. <laughs> Who's going to tell Mary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary knew. Mary knew. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Suave, I'm, I'm kind of wondering and, and slash worrying. Do we have a song to go out on? Nah. I, but I have a song. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. Because there was a song that didn't fit my original. You know when you, it's like you, you love all the songs, but you have that one song that doesn't fit? Yeah. Okay. So here's Every that. time I make the playlist okay. for the modcast, that happens. Something so, gets cut. Right. And you were talking earlier about like, hey, I discovered this song because of cartoons or, or media. Right. So um, the band uh, Soft, Soft Cell. Oh. Um, and the song Say Hello, Wave Goodbye. Oh. I discovered that because of Aziz Ansari's, oh my God. What's what's his show on Netflix? Master of None. There we go. There we go. It's not on anymore, sadly. I know. I know. But um, you know, and that and that's something I think really beautiful that soundtracks and mm-hmm. people who curate soundtrack music, who love music, they can find these gems that we may have missed, like Soft Cell, and just So we're going to go out on a Soft Cell song. We and are. what is it again? Say hello. Wave goodbye. Say hello, wave goodbye. Um, all, all right. I I don't even know the song, so oh, it's oh. gonna go sound unheard okay. into the modcast. Yeah. And I'm hoping. Is this a first? Pretty much. Okay. I'm I'm hoping knowing soft cell, if it's like sex dwarf, we're fine. <laughs> it's totally fetish music, right? Um, or they were famous for taking northern soul songs, mm. tainted love. Mm. Um, what by Judy Street? Uh, there's a bunch of them, and turning them into like these moody synth pop things. Okay. Um, so maybe it's one of those. We'll see. Uh, Mr. Swab. Yes. Do you have any promos to say before I get the last word? <sighs> do I have any promos to say? Where do we know. find you? Oh well, you can find me online at mrswab.com, of course. 
Is that a promo? I guess it is. I just, it's also an address, yeah. technically. I ne- and um, I needed to check. I can't receive mail there. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I can. Rob at MrSuave.com. Just nobody emails me there anymore. Um, yes, online at MrSuave.com. Of course, track list. Bonus third set. Maybe I'll have a bonus third set this week. Usually those are just weeks when, uh, normal weeks, when I have too many songs to play. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but not TikTok. Never TikTok. Hmm. I'm undecided. About? TikTok. Oh, no. Okay. Um, May I have the last word? You're welcome to have the last word, Uh, Mary. Mr. Suave, can you say hello and wave goodbye? Oh, I couldn't help it. (laughs) Standing in the door of the pink flamingo crying in the rain. It was a kind of so, so love and I'm gonna make sure it never happens again. You and I, it had to be the standing choke of the year You were asleep around, lost and found And not for me, I fear I tried to make it work You in a cocktail skirt and me in a suit Well, it just wasn't me You're used to wearing less And now your life's a mess So insecure, you see I put up with all the scenes And this is one scene that's Going to be played my way Sliding down Hey little girl You will always make up So take off that Unbecoming frown What about me? Well, I'll find someone That's not going cheap In the sales A nice little housewife Will give me a steady life And won't keep
Just smile and say hello 